Hi, thanks for joining me again this morning. My name's Shona from BDS and thanks for joining us for our weekly podcast. So this week uh, in the world of public sector procurement, we're looking at the types of opportunities that you can look for. So the public sector use a range of different agreements when they are um, procuring goods, when they're buying goods. Um, The first and probably the most obvious to most people is a single supplier contract. So that's where they decide they need X number of pens and they put out a contract, people bid for it and the person who has the most economically advantageous tender will win that because it's not always based on price but we'll cover that and we will cover it again in other um, podcasts. So that's the most the one that people think is the most likely. And to a certain degree, when the public sector is buying in that way, it can be restrictive to small and solo business owners because of the volume that they're looking for. So there are other agreements that are more open to solo and small business owners. So the first of these is a framework agreement. So this is where the public sector authorities identified a need. It might be on a repetitive basis or could be on a one-off basis, but they possibly don't fully understand the extent of what they require. So an example of that is how long the need might last or for something that's continuous on a weekly basis, how much of that service, that those goods they need. Um, and as a result, they might need many suppliers to provide a solution for them. So in this case, they might choose to publish a framework agreement. So they can do this either on their own or they can collaborate with other buyers. So in Scotland, you often find the 32 local authorities collaborating to purchase through Scotland Excel, um, who are a buyer buying body for the 32 um, public authorities. Also, Crown, Crown Commercial Services often buy on behalf of public sector bodies throughout um, the UK. So you might find it's a collaborative bid. Um, But whichever the framework agreement is wherever the buyer selects suppliers and sets the terms and the prices in advance, so sometimes up to four years in the the future, they select the the suppliers and then they call on them. So call-offs are a term that they use um, to deliver the specification when they require it. So they might not need it at the moment, but in six months' time they might have a requirement for it. So they're commonly set up to cover things required on a routine basis, like construction, maintenance, various forms of consultancy, office and IT supplies, facility operations, and lots of things like that. Although as a supplier, you're never guaranteed any work, even if you're part of a framework agreement, being awarded a place in a framework is a sign to others that your business is a key player within the industry that you're in. So dynamic purchasing systems, so these are another type of agreement. They're quite similar to frameworks, but there are a few differences. So these tend to be open um, throughout the term, so you can join whenever you want to, so you don't have the same deadline for that. And the prices aren't set at quite the same time. It's the same time, sorry, they're set just before things need to be delivered. 
So the main differences between the two, because they are similar, is that a dynamic purchasing system, suppliers can join at any time, like I just said. But with a framework, a supplier can join only within a limited application window. So normally that's at the tender stage prior to the contract being formed. It would often be like four week, four to six weeks, um, but that would be the point when you can join. Um, but a dynamic purchasing system at any point within the contract term. So dynamic purchasing system also, there's no direct award of contracts. So what would happen is it would go out to everybody within that specialism that you're in and they would all get asked to bid at that point. But with a framework, buyers can direct awards, although they don't always choose to. Sometimes they will use many competitions. For the dynamic purchasing system, pricing is determined at the contract award stage. So at the point when they know the requirement, they'll ask for prices then. Whereas with a framework, a pricing is actually fixed at the point of tender. So you could be applying for a four-year agreement and you could be putting prices in today. That will still be applied in four years' time. Also, with a dynamic purchasing system, unlimited suppliers can join it. And with a framework, though, the number of suppliers tends to be decided before the procurement, although sometimes they don't have the same limits on this. So that's the main differences between the two. But as you can see, there's lots of different options there for you as a supplier. And the dynamic purchasing systems and the frameworks are there to make public sector procurement much easier and much more attractive to solo and small business owners. So if this is something that you'd like to discuss further, please get in touch with us. So thanks for joining us and joining us again soon for the next episode. Bye.